Lemonade, freshly brought to you by Bless Vision Foundation. This episode is sponsored by Rotary Club of Guangdong, Hong Kong, Macau, Greater Bay Area, Hong Kong. The views and opinions expressed in the following interview are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or position of Blessed Vision Foundation. Welcome to Lemonade. Good evening, everyone. And uh, before our guests from different countries, we're from Nepal, we're from Pakistan, we're from India. And uh, tonight we have a special guest and he actually is from Malaysia. Interesting is he working in a Japan church for eight years and he's been staying in Hong Kong for 15 years. Uh, so um, I'm so happy and so honored to have him to come here to share with us his stories. And he is Pastor Alex is from Japan Christian Fellowship. Hello, Pastor Alex. Hello, Carrie. Nice to meet you again. <laughs> nice to meet you and uh, so honored to have you. What is the reason for you to come in Hong Kong? Uh, actually, I was working for a Japanese company mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I got an opportunity to work here in Hong Kong and they sent me here in 2005. Okay. So I was uh, in my 20s at that time and they gave me an opportunity here mm. to work in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. So I came in 2005 and later... Uh, because I'm a Christian, mm -hmm. uh, in 2013, uh, I was uh, challenged by my pastor. Mm, what think. he challenged you? Uh, he wanted me to think about my priorities in life. Is working so hard uh, the only goal in life? So I was uh, working from Mondays to Fridays, mm -hmm. uh, most of the time in China. Oh, okay. I leave my wife and my kids in Hong Kong. I'll be in China most of the time, so I don't see them. Then mm. during the weekends, I was very busy in church. Okay. So my family had a lot of stress without me at home. No family time at all, right? No family time mm. at all. So I was typical Japanese style of working. <laughs> so my, ch my pastor challenged me to think about my life priorities again. Mm -hmm. uh, if we work so hard but we lose our soul, if we lose our family, uh, it will be uh, really foolish. Mm. And I thought about it, and I quit my job in 2013. And Can I say that it's a big decision? It was a very big decision, mm. uh, but it was the right decision. Uh, before I got married, before I proposed to my wife, I remembered that uh, I told her one day I might want to work for the church to be a pastor. Mm. So thankfully, when I proposed to her, I did say yeah. that. <laughs> but I, I already was blessed with three kids at that time. So to quit uh, a good earning job to work for the church was definitely a challenge for both of us. But yeah. uh, it took us maybe two to three days to, to, to come up with a decision. Only and two to three days. Because it was mm. the right thing to do. We were, yes. we were drifting apart. I was really not uh, really that faithful in my service to the church and I didn't have time with my kids. So uh, to give all my talents and my time to, to serve the church was definitely the right decision. What is the first change that you saw after you made your decision? Uh, I could see that church ministry 
uh, is not easy. What is the difficulty in that? Uh, when I was only attending on Sundays, uh, I did help sometimes in Saturdays. Mm. But if when I joined the church and working from Tuesdays to Sundays, I could see there is a lot of things to be done, especially people in pain, people asking for help, and. To see that the church can be a good tool to reach people who are hurting uh, in the community, because I serve a Japanese church, mm-hmm. uh, we especially cater for Japanese people in Hong Kong, mm. and most of them, uh, because of their culture, they are not very fluent in English. So when they have uh, difficulties, when they trying to find counseling. When they try to find uh, daycare or childcare uh, in Hong Kong, most of the services are provided in English. Yes. Or Cantonese. So we could offer that help for them to come to the church uh, to have a place to let their kids play, to let their children come to Sunday school, mm-hmm. and for the mothers to come and get counselling. Uh, from the pastor, so it's a good environment to provide that service to the Japanese community in Hong Kong. Mm. So, is that emotional support a very crucial for this group of people who leave their countries and live in Hong Kong? Uh, definitely, mm. to raise children in a different culture is very difficult. Uh, but uh, Japanese community has been welcome in Hong Kong for. Uh, Very long time. Yes, my church is actually fifty-nine years old this year. Wow! So, Hong Kong has provided a home for a lot of Japanese families throughout the years. So, uh, there has been a small community here, and we have a Japanese school. We have a Japanese middle school. So, uh, a lot of banks are here. Mm. Business are conducted here. So we can make a living here, and we can have a friendship here with the Hong Kong people. And the difficult thing is to overcome that culture of language, the language barrier. The language barrier. So a lot of Japanese who live here still cannot speak Cantonese that well. Wow. And uh, and it's a tough language. Yes, it's my not wife, easy to learn. <laughs> my wife uh, has been with me 15 years now, mm-hmm. so she still cannot handle the Cantonese. Uh, Cantonese. Yeah, it's, people said um, Cantonese is very hard to learn. It's not easy. Yes. Yeah, as you have mentioned that um, to raise the kids in Hong Kong, to mm. raise different cultures, kids in Hong Kong. As I know, you also have two kids. Three kids. Uh, three kids mm. and three kids. Two kids born in Hong Kong. Yes. Do you face any challenge to raise your kids in Hong Kong? Uh, yes, one is uh, the main thing that I think that they will be struggling is their identity. Uh, being raised at home, we speak English and Japanese at home, mm-hmm. so they are fluent in these two languages. But out of the house, uh, Cantonese is a struggle for them. They learn a little bit of Mandarin mm-hmm. in school. But they are not fluent. They cannot converse, and the friends 
the classmates that they have in class, they are fluent in English too.、Mm. So my kids will never learn Cantonese, <laughs> and they cannot speak well. That will create something special inside them. They live in Hong Kong, but they don't really blend in.、Mm. Then once a year, when we go back for summer break to Japan, they don't know anything about Japan because it's only once a year. Yeah. They speak the language, but they don't understand. They the do、culture. not know how to take the train.、Uh, they do not know the geography. Where is Tokyo? Where is Osaka? Maybe the big cities they can handle. They do not know the Japanese history.、Uh, my in-laws, their grandparents, feel sad when they mention something, but my kids won't understand. The same thing when he fall when they follow me back to Malaysia. Yes, the same. It's the same thing. They can speak English, but they do not know the Malaysian culture. Uh, it's uh, every third culture family.、Mm-hmm. Third culture meaning、uh, foreigners, yeah, living in a different country. When we raise children like that,、uh, the children will have some identity crisis. So. But I try to encourage them because being in this community in Hong Kong, it's a very international place. I always try to encourage them to think internationally,、mm. that they have a place in the international community. But as I'm a pastor, I also teach them their real citizenship is in heaven.、Mm. So as God's children, no matter where we are. Or who we are,、uh, we are definitely loved by God,、mm. and we will have a place in our God's heart,、mm. and that's the final comfort that I hope when they grow up, they know that besides their parents love them, God really loves them. So when you ask him where you from or who you are, how he will reply? I think he will introduce himself as a Japanese who grew up in Hong Kong. Okay, that's very clear. A <laughs> very、yeah. clever one. My three kids love Hong Kong, and Hong Kong is their only home. So they are proud to be from Hong Kong. But the problem is they don't speak the language. <laughs> they love all those Hong Kong food,、mm. but this is something that maybe、uh, is tough for them, not being able to blend in with the- real local people, the conversation. Uh, the discussions, they can blend in with international communities in Hong Kong, but not the locals. When you're talking about identity,、um, what is the importance in knowing the identity? I mean, if someone really don't know the identity, what what that will bring? It's very important. So we will struggle a lot if we do not know where we come from. And as I believe your organization handle a lot of、uh, refugees and a lot of people who have lost their parents. So if you have met with orphans before,、uh, when a child does not know his parents or her parents, it's a very sad thing. Or if you have a refugee who has lost. His or her country, or her culture, it's very devastating. And 
knowing where you come from, knowing that there's someone of the same race, of the same culture with you, knowing that someone created you, mm. it means a lot. So if you have identity crisis inside you, you do not know where your loyalty belongs to. You do not know who to support or mm. who will support you. And you will be in distress. You have no peace inside your heart. You and don't know where to stand. Yes. You do not know where you belong. Uh, as I'm a pastor, we... Believe firmly that we are created by God. Having that identity, at least that, means a lot. And on top of that, you have your nationality, you have your culture, and you have your close friends, you have your family. Then those layers protect you and makes you peaceful, makes you be able to fall back when you have tough situations in your life. People without an identity, without a belonging, without a community, when crisis strikes them, it's very devastating. What about if someone who listening to this program, they have identity crisis? What mm. What is your suggestion? Uh, in Hong Kong. Uh, as I've lived here for 15 years, I believe the Hong Kong people are very caring, and a lot of organizations offer help and offer a place for them to belong. It's important to reach out and not to be hopeless or continue to be in despair. Asking for help is not a sense of weakness. Sometimes we need help to stand up again, and I believe Hong Kong will be able to provide that place for them in transition, for them to go to a different place or to build a life here. So Hong Kong has been a home for a lot of foreign communities here. Even though we do not grow up here, we are not from this culture. Uh, as he has been a good home to my family, to the Japanese community, it has been a good place for them to have some roots in this country. So I would encourage people with identity crisis uh, in need of help to reach out uh, to the communities that has been successful here. I think it's okay to really okay to yes, ask for help because sometimes the problems that come to us is not our fault, and blaming ourselves, being proud, uh, not asking for help, is something uh, I would say unwise, because uh, we are a community, never. God never intended us to live alone, or just within our own tribe or our own culture. This mixing together, learning from each other. So I have learned a lot from Hong Kong people, and very fortunate to be able to provide some perspectives on new culture to my Hong Kong friends. So this intermingling, this mixing around, is very important. 
Thank you, Pastor Ah. Thanks、mm. for this sharing. I think it's very good point for us to to think about it when you're really in a situation or emotional. You feel you really cannot stand. You really have to speak it out or seek for help. And now have a rest right now, and then later when we come back, we will keep chatting with Pastor Alex. See you later. Again, we have Pastor Alex with us. When you see the Japan people living in Hong Kong, what actually the problem or situation they are facing? There are many types of Japanese in Hong Kong, but most of them, I think, more than half of them, are expatriates from Japanese companies.、Uh, this is still a very good place to do business for a lot of Japanese firms, and they still send their employees here. Uh, in their branches here, so the expats and those who want to do business here. So we have maybe、uh, about a quarter of them that will leave Japan to start businesses here.、Uh, this is still a very free market.、Uh, it's still very、uh, looked after place, sought after place to do business here. And we have the international community,、uh, those who married Hong Kong people,、mm. and these are the families that will continue to stay in Hong Kong. So you have three types of Japanese community: the expats,、uh, the local businesses, and the international couples. And I have all these three in my church. Each of them face different difficulties, but they chose Hong Kong. Like I mentioned before,、uh, it's a place with a lot of opportunities. It's a place of warmth and a place of possibilities. There's a lot of things they can explore and can do. Yeah. Under the COVID, COVID like lasts for nineteen, twenty, twenty, the whole year. Yes.、Um, is the COVID affecting affecting their life? Oh, definitely. It's、uh, yes, change our lives. I think. It has devastated the economy in Hong Kong. Yeah. As a tourist center,、uh, I I I miss、uh, planes flying in.、Mm-hmm. I miss the trips that、uh, we could have made last year. Yeah. Because、uh, tourists coming in,、uh, it brings a different life to the city, and Hong Kong people going out. Uh, bringing a lot of new opportunities back to Hong Kong, they bring a lot of new stories back to Hong Kong.、Mm. Hong Kong people are very active <laughs> tra- travelers. Yes, they go around. Yes. So this interaction has stopped for a whole year. Yeah. In this place, and it, it's I, I miss that, and this affects. I miss that too. The stories stop. Uh. People exploring new countries, making new friends, but I think there's a new story that is happening. Even though we cannot open our borders to let the planes come in more often, but I think there are new stories, new friendship that has been made through online,、mm-hmm. through new technology.、Mm-hmm. So it's definitely stressful, but、uh, as I pastored the church a whole year under COVID. 
even though we couldn't have uh, worship inside the church, uh, like many churches, we are doing it online. And our small groups, our cell groups, are also done online. There's a new discovery that mm-hmm. I made last year. What is that? Through online, uh, especially for uh, homemakers, housewives, because sometimes their kids get sick. Mm. If they have the small group in people's house or in the church, when the kids are sick, they cannot attend. Mm. Or sometimes uh, you are tired or bad weather, you want to skip one day. Yes. But with online, in the comfort of your home, you can attend the cell meeting. Yes. You can attend the Bible study. Actually, attendance improves a little bit. What is the change in you under this COVID? About yourself, mm. about the way you care people, about the way you look life. I I definitely realize how important is it to remember each uh, and everyone, especially those who are connected to you. Do not forget them. So, what I mean is, sometimes if they allow you to visit them, show up for one hour or two hours. Actually, means a lot to that person. So, as a pastor, because of time constraint, I cannot do a lot of visitations, and because uh, certain families wouldn't want you to visit during COVID. But for those who welcome you, I arrange a few visitations myself to see them. Very important that we don't forget that connection to stay connected to one another. So, as a caregiver, as a as a pastor, to especially reach out to those easily forgotten group, mm-hmm. especially the old or the retired. It's very vulnerable for them. They don't have a job anymore. Yes. And and they may not easily connected to the they, technology. Yeah, they feel bad calling you. They don't want to burden you. Yes. Yeah. So it's uh, it changed me in that sense. Before the end of the program, can you ask your encouraging words? Yeah. Uh, as I look through last year, and I look ahead uh, this year, uh, I find that uh, people, when we stay together, or when we are connected to people or to God. Uh, we can be tough again. We can be resilient. So uh, I would like to encourage the people uh, listening to this program to remember that you are not alone, and there is a community. Maybe the person next to you, who will offer a hand to care for you, and to build your life together. So I encourage people who are especially lonely, uh, in need of help, to reach out for help. 私たちはこの2020年からのコロナの影響によっていろんな人たちが苦しみにあるかもしれません。どうか助け合うことによって、そして助けを求めることによって。共にこの危機、この難しさを乗り越えていただきたいと思います。
独りぼっちになっていることまたは孤独になっていることは私たちにとって大変難しいことですがあなたの隣人もしかして助けて助けを差し伸べてくれるかもしれませんので助けを求めることができるように心からお祈りいたします。Thank you, Pastor Alex. Good night, everyone, and we'll see you next week.